The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Thank you.
Good evening, commissioners. Let's see here. All right. One, two, three. All right, looks like we're all here and um, we'll just wait one more moment till it turns seven o'clock and then we'll get started with our evening meeting tonight. Mr. Ruppert, are you talking? I can't hear you. No, you're good, okay. All right, it is 7 p.m. So I'll go ahead and call this meeting to order. Um, as we begin our evening, I'm gonna ask you to join me for a moment of silence before we move to Pledge of Allegiance and roll call. Um, so if you would please join me for a moment of silence. Thank you. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, thank you. That will next take us to roll call. Commissioner Jones. I'm here. Commissioner O'Connor. Present. Commissioner Ruppark. Here. Commissioner Isasi. Present. Commissioner Moody. Present. Commissioner Lanier. Present. And Mayor Bliss. Yes. All right, so next that will take us to our first opportunity for public comment and just a few things before we move to that item. And um, so, Tonight, we'll have two opportunities for public comment. One, the very first one is public comment specific to items that we're voting on tonight. So earlier today, the City Commission, we met in standing committee meetings and we discussed a whole host of issues and voted on those. So our first opportunity for public comment will be specific to um, items that we voted on today. And then the second opportunity for public comment is on any other items. We don't have any scheduled public hearings tonight. So those are the only two that we have. If you're interested in speaking during public comment for the first uh, opportunity for public comment on action items or agenda items, uh, you would call 456-3000 or 311, hit number one and then number one. For public comment at the end of the meeting, you can call 456-3000 or 311, hit one and then number five. Um, so just a few few things before I turn this over to uh, our translator tonight. Um, so if you need assistance with translation services, we do have uh, Lily Beth here to assist with that. Uh, but before I turn it over to Lily Beth, I want to 
I want to just make a couple comments about public comment. Um, typically, if we were together in the chambers, we would be handing out uh, hard copies of the agendas. And on the very front page of that, we have a list of expected, expected um, meeting procedures. So I would like to just go over those tonight and make a few reminders. Um, and I want to just be really clear that we do our very best to enforce our meeting procedures, um, but it's it's a lot different being virtual than it is being together in the chambers uh, where I have a gavel in my hand. Um, so right now, um, those of us here at City Hall, we're all in different rooms, so we can't communicate as well as if we were sitting next to each other uh, up in the chambers. Um, so what, we're, what I'd like to do is just be really clear about meeting expe expectations. I wanna call out a few of them. Uh, and I want to let you know that we're going to do our best to make sure that uh, we enforce these procedures and that if inappropriate uh, comments or language is used, uh, we will go ahead and stop that. So our city clerk is the only one that has the ability to control the mic. So we'll uh, rely on him tonight to assist if there are any inappropriate comments or language being used. So we're going to ask everyone to uh, really comply with and respect the meeting procedures, um, specifically the one about uh, refraining from swearing or name calling, making derogatory comments directed at any person, uh, any person, especially based on their race, religion, or uh, nation of origin. Uh, so I'm going to have our city clerk uh, see if I, I missed anything, city clerk, anything to add, and then I'll introduce Ms. Lily Beth and we'll go into public comments on agenda items. Yeah, I just want to make a, a little comment about um, last week, last week's meeting um, with the public comment. I did receive some concerns related to public comments from the last meeting, and I followed up with those people who had um, had concerns. Also, um, just so you know, our external platforms have filters. So at no time are we deleting anybody's comments, but because of um, the filters that are on Facebook and other platforms, they they will have they have that we will see those comments, but then they might be up there for a short time, but the platforms take them down. So so they're hidden. And just to remember, remind the public, we do have students that are watching these meetings and um, various other um, other members of the community who are watching that. So um, we try to use the same decorum that, as we do in the. Um, in the uh, uh, chamber. City Clerk, can you clarify that Facebook doesn't delete every comment, they only filter certain types of comments. That, that's correct. So um, if, if they, the comments get filtered, so they're, um, so we, they're not deleted, they're, they're filtered, so um, communication staff can see what is being posted. So City Clerk, just to be clear, if somebody posts a curse word, that is what you're talking about is filtered is out. Correct. Okay. I just want to make sure everyone is clear. It's not the content that's filtered, but it's um, derogatory or uh, inappropriate language. That's correct. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, so with that, uh, I'll open up, uh, before I turn to Lily Beth, I'll open up the first public, uh, in a moment, I'll open up first opportunity for public comment. Again, these are uh, items that we are voting on today. So this first opportunity, a couple things that we ask, we ask that you share your name, the city that you live in, you'll be given up to three minutes to speak. And for this first section, we ask that you be explicit about what item you're talking about. So if you look at our agenda and you wanna to speak to fiscal committee number one, please be clear that that's what you're speaking to, at least in this first opportunity for public comment. Uh, so with that, I'll turn it to Lily Beth uh, and then I'll open up public comment. Thank you, Mayor Bliss. 
Good evening. If you need interpretation services to address the city commission, I will be able to assist. Please dial 456-3000 or 311 and choose the option you wish to speak on tonight. Buenas noches. Si necesita servicios de interpretación para dirigirse a la Comisión de la Ciudad, estaré disponible para ayudarle. Marque el 4563000 o el 311 y elija la opción en la que desea comentar esta noche. Gracias. Thank you, Lilibeth. All right, so that'll open up our first comment period. And again, uh, these are this is public comment only on action items or agenda items today. So I'll turn to uh, Daniel. Daniel, do we have anyone in the queue? Here comes the first caller. Thank you. Caller, you're on with the city commission. Please state your name, the city in which you live, and the agenda item you wish to speak on. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. A very pleasant good evening, everyone. Watchdog Miller reporting from Grand Rapids. On uh, seven, two, and five, I totally uh, opposed as uh, borderline uh, treasonous. Uh, Amy Car Carpenter should be pursued on the same terms of the uh, January 6th crowd, the pro Trump crowd in Washington, which he's pulled in the past uh, past years uh, to uh, emphasize. Uh, and Daniel, can you please talk to Mr. Miller and tell him that that's not appropriate? Tell you what's appropriate, ma'am. Mr. Miller, please do not make comments about people that are derogatory or threatening. Unconstitutional and treasonous. Uh, 9B4, uh, the bid list uh, should be, uh, be fully spelled out uh, on the agenda. Going back uh, to uh, 74, uh, Lunker from the GR. Chamber of Commerce, they don't even think that our Catholic and Black bus routes belong downtown. Whatever they are recommending should be on your agenda rather than covered up as, as usual. On uh, 6, on 9C6, uh, uh, another favor for Slayship Dutch Calvin, uh, you have uh, just east of the abortuary at 324. The Calvin 6 jumps the Aquinas 14. We're talking bus routes here and the overpack to uh, 150. Some 1,500 hate crimes a month by the bus law. While that uh, Calvin EGR 6 parades down Clancy Lion near City Hall, uh, you beer hall our Catholic bus routes over to uh, uh, Founders uh, Walking Ramps. Catholic America sustained 43% of U.S. combat deaths during World War II, liberating places like slave ships town. As a fundamental civil right, bus routes from Catholic neighborhoods should sweep our own downtown at least one way, at Michigan or Lewis, or vice versa. Uh, continuing on uh, with, with the agenda, I have more on the hate, hate crimes crossing. Get that down where it was. We'll talk to the unions, Bolton. On... Uh, uh, Let's go to the next page. Uh, on D4 and 5, uh, what is this all about? It keeps popping up, and uh, Kara was always kind of embarrassed about this, about speaking to her, but why are you over in, in Walker for the Walker View Industrial Park? What what crony exactly is driving this? Which crony? I have my suspicion that it's sewer mouth. Uh, from the west side is backing us. We don't belong, we shouldn't be doing
There are no more callers in the queue. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, City Clerk. Uh, all right, that will take us to our approval of our minutes. And this is our minutes from March 9th. Can I get a motion? I'll move it. Support. All right, moved and supported. Commissioners, any questions or comments? All right, seeing none. City Clerk, you want to call the vote? Commissioner Lanier. Aye. Commissioner Jones. Yes. Commissioner O'Connor. Yep. Commissioner Moody. Yes. Commissioner Asasi. Yes. Commissioner Ruppart. Yes. And Mayor Bliss. Yes, it carries. All right, next that will take us to petitions and communications. Um, the first one is a communication from John Helmholt regarding their resignation from the Smart Zone Local Development Finance Authority. That is uh, received and filed and referred to Committee on Appointments. Communication received from Amy Carpenter regarding police defunding and accountability. That is received and filed. Communication for, received from Lex Ann DeWeird asking the City Commission not to defund the police. That is received and filed. Communication received from Joshua Lunger, Grand Rapids Chamber, Senior Director of Governmental Affairs with recommendations for allocation of relief dollars. That is received and filed. And 21 communications received urging the commission to end cooperation with ICE, the GRPD, and the Kent County Sheriff's Department. And that is also received and filed. All right, next that will take us to reports of city officers. The first one is a warrant report for February 22, 2021 through March 9, 2021. That is received and filed. Uh, monthly funds reporting as of January 31, 2021. That is received and filed. Treasury's report for period of February 24, 2021 through March 8, 2021. And that is received and filed. And the quarter, quarterly investment report for October through December 2020. Thank you, and that is also received and filed. All right, next that will take us to our consent agenda and reports of standing committee meetings. Uh, so these are items that we voted on earlier in one of our standing committee meetings, and they were voted on unanimously. And so tonight with one voice vote, we will adopt those items. Can I get a motion? So moved. Support. All right, moved and supported. Commissioners, any questions or comments? We've all had a very full day today. All right, I'll turn to our city clerk to call for the vote. Um, Commissioner Jones. Yes. Commissioner O'Connor. Yes. Commissioner Moody. Yes. Commissioner Isasi. Yes. Commissioner Repart. Yes. Commissioner Lanier. Aye. Commissioner Jones. Sorry, I got, off, I got on the wrong line here. Sorry. Mayor Bliss. Yes, it carries. Did I, did I forget anybody? I, I jumped lines on my roll call sheet. Commissioner Sashi, did I get you? All right. Sorry. Long day. See? <laughs> Thank you, City Clerk. All right. So that will take us to our last opportunity for public comment tonight. So these are public comments on any other items. So we, um, the same rules apply. So uh, Mr. Canfield, can you put those up just one more time to remind folks about them uh, for this uh, public comment period we again ask you to share your name the city that you live in and you'll be given up to three minutes to speak and uh mr uh, daniel do we have anyone in the queue here comes the first caller you're on with the city commission please state your name and the city in which you live you have three minutes 
Your time starts now. Uh, thank you for allowing me to speak. My name is Kyla Eddy. I'm a resident of Grand Rapids, and I'm just calling uh, and concerned about last uh, week, where like someone made a threat on a on a friend of mine, um, saying that someone needs to take care of her, um, and then that she was actually called out for for swearing, and yet no one called out the person that felt like they threatened her life. And I'm just really concerned about that. Um, and just want to bring that, that concern to you. Thank you. Daniel. Oh, can you hold for one moment, caller? Right. Oh, go ahead, Daniel. I was just wondering if there was another person. Yep. Caller, you're on with the city commission. Please state your name and the city in which you live. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. Good evening, Watchdog Miller. Back uh, on G11, moving on down the agenda, I oppose uh, uh, a uh, more state of emergency. Uh, as I kind of reported to you about a year ago, uh, I thought it was 275,000 people were dying a day. Well, it's actually, uh, in revising that guesstimate, it's more around 310,000, 310, with three or more zeros. 310,000 people died we're dying every day before this outbreak of of COVID hysteria, uh, and therefore uh, I'm fully vaccinated now. Many weeks, four or five weeks, and uh, we should have a run to see hall. We should uh, see hall should be back uh, open to us. There were many benches originally placed out there and uh, in city hall, and we shouldn't be turned around. The situation is getting more fascist. Uh, as it goes on. Uh, Amy Carpenter. Uh, Mr. Miller, can you speak on topics and not other citizens, please? She is a topic. She's on your agenda. Follow your agenda. That's not something okay. they were voting on. Uh, well, you voted to put her on the agenda, okay? And I, I have a right to speak on it. And uh, some people in from January 6th are facing 20 years in jail. They accomplished, succeeded in doing nothing there. And I would like to congratulate Vice President Pence on running such neutral meetings and hearing out the entire nation regardless of, of viewpoint. He gets, he's a gentleman who gets the record straight. You expect the same of you when you're, you're much of your, our, uh, much of your work is uh, financed by the federal government. You've got the uh, Ford building right next door to you. Um, on the rapid, uh, which uh, you're often in, in cooperation with, uh, slave state crowd hammer from Maryland is still calling the shots. They're walking off with a hundred grand to bring in a new CEO to replace Varga, although it'd be a couple back. There was also a guy named Women there. Uh, I, I challenge their their. Yeah. I, I challenge uh, her educational background. She has no master's degree, as I added many spots around Europe, uh, in Vienna, uh, monitoring uh, uh, the Hope School for Volkswirtschaft, three and a half years in Paris, and then two years in, in Madrid. Uh, the School of Political Science was uh, right in the Spanish Senate building, just like in, in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, Hillary Clinton introduced herself to me in the library of, of that building. And so my uh, educational background, Wallop Seats, her, Barga always said you have to have a master's to, to ever uh, fill his job. Uh, ha having uh, crisscrossed the, the country on a 
Greenhound and the trail. That's three minutes. Thank you, caller. Caller, you're on with the city commission. Please state your name and the city in which you live. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. How you doing? My name is DeAndre Jones. I say in the city of Grand Rapids. First of all, I'd like to say I hope the commission and the mayor, city manager, city attorney, city clerk, I hope you all have been doing well during this pandemic. I know things have been crazy. Uh, first of all, um, we're running the Urban Summer Basketball League this summer. Uh, two years ago, we had 60 kids playing uh, basketball outside at King Park. And so you probably will see some flyers that I'll be hanging up on the south side of Grand Rapids, and I'm looking to... Um, do some more community work with the youth this year. So hopefully it's a lot more better. Hopefully we can get a couple of sponsors. Hopefully we see uh, a little bit more elected officials out there supporting. I'm also flying to Dubai on the 30th for a sustainability meeting, hoping to learn more about sustainability. Hopefully get some funding to purchase the Adelante High School as I aspire to open community center here. I did have a great experience at the Baxter Community Center. Um, learning about the repairs and actually seeing the official blueprint of the Baxter Community Center and how it all started. And so um, I reached out to the police department. Hopefully we can keep some more of the youth off the streets with the work that I've been doing. But as I, um, I'm on this entrepreneurial journey, I just hope that I can gain this commissioner's support on my project. And I hope that you guys have a platform. And to all of the organizations out there, please call the county to get those charges dropped to city commissioner or the police You're on with the city commission. Please state your name and the city in which you live. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. Hello, thank you. My name is Julian and I live in the city of Kentwood. Um, I am calling to inquire the city council of Grand Rapids as to what kind of precedent they are trying to set by allowing a participant to use this as a platform to call for ambiguous threats against one of our city's residents amid a climate of escalating violence. Last week, Jimmy Arizola conflated the now-arrested militant group Wolverine Watchmen with Justice for Black Lives, ignoring completely how these groups are at odds with the former threatening, uh, with a loaded weapon, the latter, when they met on opposing sides of a protest over the summer. Jimmy then claimed that whenever the president of JFBL comes into town, she causes trouble, completely in contrast with the fact that she lives, breathes, and wakes up in this city, and is a resident with concerns for the well-being of our city's community. Finally, he ends his statement with an ambiguous call to action saying something has to be done to her that everyone here left unchallenged. As political extremism, especially right-wing, has led to more events lately of violence that can be classified as stochastic terrorism, elements seeking any sort of validation through loose extrapolation would easily draw the conclusion of a go-ahead from the difference in how this person and their statements were handled versus how an emotional response from the person threatened got addressed. Uh, I hope to hear each of these points get addressed, but my closing questions are, is there any reason for failure to address this beyond hollow excuses? Will there be any reconciliation from your parts on the matter? And are the rules for decorum on this form empty posturing for the sake of a facade of, of civility that covers for when people you disagree with get threatened? 
Thank you. Caller, you're on with the City Commission. Can you please lower the volume on your device? Thank you. You have three you have three minutes. Please state your name in the city in which you live. Your time starts now. Hi, my name is Gabrielle. I live in Grand Rapids in the third ward. I'm calling to sorry, hold on just one second, to demand that the charges against the Grand Rapids eight are dropped. Um, I'm hoping that y'all will explain why you decided to silence the voices of women of color by banning them from last meeting. Um, and why there was no reaction when a threat was made against a resident, but everybody freaked out when a swear word was said. Um, and also, Commissioner Moody, why did you use your closing remarks to say you're not going to defund the GRPD? As a resident of the third ward, it's really disheartening that you said you don't want people to call or email you about it anymore. So you don't want people to hear, you don't want to hear what people have to say. <laughs> like, you don't want to do your job? All right, that's it for me. Thanks. Caller, you're on with the City Commission. Please state your name and the city in which you live. You have three minutes. Your time starts now. Hi, my name is Nikki and I live in Grand Rapids. I am calling tonight in regards to the last City Commission meeting. I um, personally called in and I am still waiting for any city officials to call out the unconstitutional arrest of the young city activists who were personally targeted. Um, I really want to impress to the City Council and stressed um, the illegality of looking for people using their names and then grabbing them. Like I saw a video personally where one of the leaders was standing behind a line of people and was grabbed. Like that's the leader. Like that's not an accident. So I really would love our city officials to talk about that. Um, illegal search and seizure comes to mind there. Um, rights of the First Amendment come to mind that were violated. Um, I would also like to talk or address Commissioner Moody, who said that uh, we can speak to him if we speak positively. Um, I would like to remind the elected official that um, your job is not to be necessarily spoken positively to, especially when we are dealing with issues of human rights. Um, you mentioned your 65 years of work in the community, and I applaud you for that. And I would hope that you would want to pass on some of your wisdom and work to those young activists that are literally a third your age. Um, I would also just like to talk to the entire commission as a taxpayer. I was appalled by the use of my money to kettle and arrest activists who were expressing solidarity with the family of George Floyd. George Floyd, who was publicly lynched in front of the entire nation. How can anyone think that it's appropriate to use police force in that situation unless they are completely ignorant and not paying attention to our national mood? Um, this is just such a poor reflection on Grand Rapids. And I just really would like the elected officials of our city to acknowledge what happened was illegal and stand up for our rights. Thank you. I yield the rest of my time. There are no more callers in the queue, Mayor. 
All right, thank you. We'll close that opportunity for public comment and I will turn to my colleagues around this table. And uh, tonight I'll uh, start with the, the pink shirted uh, Commissioner Joe Jones. Thanks for bringing some color to our day. Thank you, Mayor. And uh, want to recognize all of those who called in on this evening. And actually I would like to address um, the events of the last meeting uh, in particular the, um, the 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 veiled threat of Mr. Erzola, who I think for those who aren't who haven't been regular to the commission meeting, unfortunately, uh, Mr. Erzola, and this is I'm not making an excuse for him, but Mr. Erzola has a tendency of of making veiled threats and uh, saying things that are um, that, that that lack uh, clarity, and uh, he has uh, uh, made some. Uh, rather inappropriate remarks in the past regarding the mayor, myself, and others on the dais. And uh, it is very unfortunate that he said what he said. And uh, I don't in any way take anything away from um, uh, individuals who felt uh, as if his words were threatening. You have that right to feel that way. And and um, I definitely understand or am trying to understand, um, again, your position and uh, don't agree with the, the tone or the remarks made by Mr. Arizola. And uh, I think it would be wise for us to have a conversation with Mr. Arizola and, or if he does call in again, make it known uh, what the parameters are uh, before he goes off on one of his tangents as he's done before. So I want to make, uh, want to, wanted to uh, speak to that issue. Also want to take an opportunity um, to, um, I'm part of the uh, Public Safety Committee, and on this afternoon uh, during our meeting, it was uh, two things were, it was, a, it was a, a meeting that consists of three presentations, uh, but two in particular I want to bring light to. Um, the Chief uh, gave us an update of uh, the strategic plan, which he has been uh, working on diligently, uh, but he also, in, in that plan, uh, he made us aware of um, the transition uh, where officers, as of this past Sunday, are now engaging in neighborhood-based policing, which I think is a very positive move. Um, but he also uh, spoke to, um, uh, I think, an, an unfortunate um, uh, experience or the unfortunate decision uh, that was made recently uh, by the uh, by the, the police union um, in terms of their decision to file a grievance um, regarding the work that has historically been accomplished by sworn officers uh, and the efforts to transition that to civilians or non-sworn persons. Uh, the grievance went to arbitration and the arbitrator held that the moving of sworn to non-sworn was to only be accomplished through collective bargaining. And uh, so now the city must abide by the ruling. I say I'm disappointed because I think, um, again, to his credit, the chief is, again, working diligently to try to um, uh, do his best to, uh, to, to hear uh, from the community, uh, from his officers, uh, from uh, all of us, from, you know, from, from city manager Washington. And uh, I give him credit for, uh, again, trying his best to, uh, uh, to, to work, to, to have a department that um, has improved relationships with community and a department that is really committed to, as they say, um, you know, being the best police department in the country uh, in terms of a medium-sized city. 
and the most trusted police department. And I admire that goal, uh, but I'm disappointed. And I actually see it as short-sighted, uh, the union's decision to file this grievance uh, because it really, I think in many ways speaks to perhaps uh, their inability or their decision to not want to try to find compromise or work toward a place uh, where we can find uh, common ground. Um, and so uh, in, the, in, in the decision to um, move in the direction of making those positions uh, non-sworn, this is something that had uh, very significant support across the board. And so to have the police union respond in that way, again, was very disappointing. And I think it makes it all the more difficult to get us to a better place, which I think all of us want to be in, in terms of, of police and community. Also want to recognize and give a shout out to Brandon Davis and his department uh, oversight and uh, public accountability uh, because of their work uh, with the search committee, with the review committee, in uh, deciding to move forward uh, with an evidence-based violence reduction and intervention um, program and deciding on cure violence. And so um, I am extremely happy to hear about that because it really does speak to um, reform. It speaks to what the chief has been advocating for as part of his plan. Uh, it's something that the chief has been very supportive of. And I think uh, obviously it's what the community has spoken to in terms of what they support. And so I'm excited that we're one step closer uh, to having a evidence-based uh, violence prevention program that can hopefully do uh, some significant work in reducing community violence and allow us to continue to put efforts and resources toward um, violence prevention and finding opportunities for our young people um, instead of them engaging in nefarious activities. And so, uh, again, a big shout out to Brandon for his work and his, his staff's work and the members of the review committee could be happier. And I, I can't wait until uh, it's before us uh, on the commission so that we can we can vote for it. So thank you uh, again to Brandon and the chief. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Commissioner. You took a couple things that I was gonna say. And let me just add, um, after last meeting, uh, we did have staff reach out to Mr. Arizola and talk to him. So I just wanna make sure that that's really clear to this full body and anyone listening. Um, and then uh, some of us were able to listen in on public safety and, and I know I share your disappointment about the decision made by the arbitrator, which is inconsistent with not just the recommendation from the staffing study that was done several years ago, but also the chief's strategic plan for the department. So um, thank you for talking about both of those. Uh, let's next go to uh, Commissioner Lanier. Thanks, Mayor. Um, I'd like to thank everyone who um, called and, and provided comments this evening. Um, I'd also like to kind of speak to um, Jimmy's comments from last week as well. And I think to Commissioner Jones's point, um, it actually um, passed me without me even understanding what he was saying um, because he, he made a comment in the comment directly after that was about a totally different topic. And so I think, um, but what I did do after hearing the remarks after his was um, and receiving some emails as I went back to listen. And, and then I was able to hear what um, the public was sharing that they had heard. And it was, it was disappointing. And I'm thankful that staff reached out to him to 
help him to understand what's appropriate and what isn't when he's calling to the commission. Um, I think there is a misrepresentation of the reaction of the commission as well. Um, because again, when I went back and watched the video, I, it, you know, there appears to be this thought that everybody overreacted to the words that were being shared from those who were defending. And that isn't what I saw when I went back to, to watch the video as well. And so, you know, we're correcting things. I want to make sure I'm correcting all things that I feel like we're hearing that are um, um, conflicting with what I saw. Um, I think the last piece is that um, to the March 8th um, rally and the outcome of that, I have not had any recent brief briefings on that. And I think city manager, um, it would be great to hear um, more in depth the um, chain of events that transpired. I, you know, I think um, immediately after the rally and the subsequent arrests, um, I think we did hear a brief report of that, but I also know that there was going to be an investigation to try and get an understanding of everything that happened um, um, that that afternoon evening. And so it'll be great to kind of get that update. Um, I think that's it for me. Thanks. Have a good evening. Thanks, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner O'Connor. Yeah, thank you, Mayor. Uh, yeah, too, I appreciate the comments of uh, Commissioner Jones, Commissioner Lanier, uh, regarding the, the comments of last meeting, you know, sitting here some days for 12, 13 hours, watching a very tiny little video screen, hearing lots of people talk, you know, obviously we appreciate and encourage as many people to call. I'll sit here all night and listen to as many comments as I have to. That's that's part of what we, that's what we do. But, you know, in the moment, just it going fast, lots of lots of stuff, some of it more coherent than others coming out. Uh, it's, it was just, you know, it was missed. I want this, this is definitely a safe space. I want people to be able to come and express their opinion safely. You know, I know that, uh, you know, I can't speak for all my colleagues, but I, I assume that, you know, we all want this to be a place where people can come and exercise their first amendment in whatever capacity they can, but uh, threatening folks, you know, being a racist, doing doing things that are you know, that are deemed inappropriate, uh, you know, that sits well with none of us, and you know, we're, we're not we're, we don't tolerate that. So, uh, it, whatever was missed in the moment, I apologize for whatever reaction you know you expected that you did not receive from us. Uh, that was never the intent. So, um, we've worked certainly with our staff to correct that, and you know, this is a this is a difficult process to manage. Um, so I'll touch a couple of things real quick. Uh, first is this COVID vaccines, you know, excited that uh, August 5th, everyone in the world can go get a COVID vaccine that wants to get one. I hope that people keep doing it. Uh, I want to say thanks to the Kent County Health Department. I know last uh, last week they announced that uh, hospitality, restaurant, entertainment folks uh, can get access to the vaccine a couple of weeks early. So I think that's that's uh, critically important. I know we received some some advocacy around that, something I've been asking for 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 several months now, and so I'm appreciative. I know it's only a couple of weeks before uh, before anyone can get it, but I'm, I'm thankful. You know, those people, folks in restaurants, hospitalities are on the front lines every day, interacting with the public and are at risk. So I uh, just hope that people do take advantage of that. You know, it was unfortunate to see that yesterday's positivity rate for COVID was uh, was 12%, which is the highest it's been in 2021. So uh, we're starting to see an uptick. I mean, there's sports, there's uh, people are going back out, there's spring break, there's all kinds of things happening. You know, I think you know, people can, you know, can do those, want them to do them as safely as possible, but just be mindful that, you know, if you have the, you know, I encourage people to get the vaccine. I got my first shot, you know, I'm, I'm glad I was able to do that. And I, I just, you know, the microchip, you know, I can't even tell it's there. Um, <laughs> just a joke, just a joke. Uh, really, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I hope people uh, go get it and be safe. Um, 
I will be a little more serious here about um, public safety. Uh, you know, appreciate the, the conversation today around that. Um, I'm excited to hear about cure violence. I'm, we've been talking about that for a long time. I know it's it's been pretty broad, pretty pretty broadly supported in both the, the community and in the commission. And so, uh, you know, excited to see that we're we're putting fidelity behind that. You know, cure violence has uh, some great local connections here in Grand Rapids, and so I'm glad that some some folks that have local connections are going to be on the front lines of of implementing that. Um, you know, I know there's been some com comments about uh, the frustration around the. Um, uh, the, the positions that were recommended to be civilianized, and while I recognize those frustrations, I you know, I also recognize the rights of of uh, you know people who have uh, collective bargaining as a as a as a protection for them. And so, while there may be frustration around that, I certainly have deep respect for uh, you know the ability of, of folks who uh, who have organized uh, in, in in organized labor to to have those protections. And so. You know, regardless of, of the outcome of, of of the you know the arbitrator's decision, this, there is a process in place, and you know I, I'm I'm a believer that we have to be true to that process. And so, you know, if this is meant to be, then we will you know we will work through the you know the collective bargaining process to ensure that this is fairly negotiated and these positions can uh, you know if they need to change, then it's it's done at the bargaining table like it's supposed to be done. So I respect that process. I know there's frustration about it, but that's the process that uh, we've all agreed to. And I'm glad that uh, that folks have the the ability to be unionized and have those protections in place. Uh, you know, sometimes it's frustrating, but that's uh, that's the reality of the world we live in. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Robert. Thanks, Mayor. I, uh, I too want to echo the sentiments. What a exciting progress to move forward with cure violence. That's been something that I've been eager to see come forward. And I also think that the shift in neighborhood policing uh, shows great promise. And I do know that it will take uh, require a little bit more effort for our, particularly for our neighborhood associations to develop new lines of communication and um, I know that I know that the department will do their best to to do that as that rolls out because it is a, a substantive change, but I am hopeful that it will will lead to good things. I too am disappointed in the the arbitration result. Um, I feel like the that is the determination to civilianize those three positions was something that was backed by research and study. It was common sense, and it's something that the community. Uh, has has requested and has, and has been asking for, and so feels like two steps forward and two steps back, um, which is unfortunate uh, because I do think that that would have um, would have created some of the shifts that that we want to see. Uh, so I appreciate the chief and for his advocacy for his strategic plan that and him sticking to uh, sticking to it uh, because I do believe it's the it's going to lead us in a, in a positive direction. So really, I just want to just give a couple shout outs to city staff has been so helpful to me these past uh, three weeks. Uh, the mobility department, just when I have a question, they just jump right on it. The public works department, the if a tree is down, uh, the development center and the economic development staff um, are dealing with a lot and they've been so responsive and I just want to give my personal thanks at the end of this day for their responsiveness to me as I'm trying to respond to uh, people that live in the first ward who have uh, questions and concerns so grateful for the team and for all their effort. Thanks. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Isasi. 
Thank you, Mayor. Um, I affirm a lot of the comments that were um, shared tonight by my colleagues. And, you know, I think going back to that meeting, uh, I think we have become numb to a lot of things that we hear on this dais. I think we've become numb to the emails that we get where people tell us a lot of things. I mean, if I was like, if I didn't have the support of a lot of people around me, it'd be hard to get emails where people tell you that you're stupid, you're dumb, you're not doing anything for the city. You should wear you should wear a bulletproof vest when you walk outside your your house. And I know those are some of the things that have been shared with me in these just you know not quite two years of commission. And I know that all of my colleagues that you've had statements like that shared with you sometimes in person. Um, sometimes some of you having been in, in chambers and that happening. And so after that happened, I think for me, I, I recognized that I was very numb to what I was hearing. I had the privilege of knowing Mr. Arizola from campaigning. And, you know, I think with some people, you kind of know where they're going. And throughout this work, sometimes you, you kind of uh, push them out of your head because you don't know what they're saying. And so for that, I say, I am sorry. I'm sorry for not speaking up, for not as a woman of color, not knowing that I had that privilege and maybe that somebody else on the other line doesn't know Mr. Arizola is experiencing all these things in the city that I'm not experiencing. And so I think that's all that we can do in this moment is to understand that intent and impact are important and they're different. And so we apologize and we move forward and we try to do better. And I, I feel confident in that with all of you as my colleagues. Um, you know, even today, I'm like, let me just make some more faces so that, you know, each other, we can see each other that maybe we wouldn't see, um, you know, before, because this is a little bit different. And I think that the events that have been happening in this world have caused me also to reflect. Um, you know, uh, I know some of us had the opportunity to go downtown um, to the Stop Asian Hate Rally um, that Ace Marisigan put on. And I think I said I was both grateful and angry that he had to put together that event. Um, but it was a, a great reflection of, I think, what we want this city to be and a recognizing that um, um, we need to continue to talk. We need to be continue to be in this discomfort. And we need to continue to understand and to learn. With that being said, next week, Wednesday, is International Trans Day, um, Transgender Day of Visibility. And so I want to highlight that day um, for those um, in our living here in Grand Rapids um, who are in the transgender community to highlight them, how they experience this world and their accomplishments. In terms of the work that we did today, I know a couple of you talked about um, cure violence. So um, glad to get those updates. I was able to turn into public safety. And additionally, we had um, an update from Ms. Bohatch about um, the CDBG dollars and are in that open comment period right now. And then of course, we'll have um, a hearing, you know, we'll have our public hearing and, and we'll vote upon that. And I'm glad to hear that there are um, additional dollars, uh, at least at this point allocated we have to vote on it for those wraparound and trauma related services because I think those are so key to the overall um, support that you no know, cure violence could bring into our city. And lastly, I just want to say thank you. Um, this is Women's History Month, and we have a lot of women that get highlighted all the time, um, you know, kind of around this table and other spaces. 
Today, I want to highlight Alicia out of the executive office. Alicia is my support person, um, not just mine, but manages a lot of other people. And I just want to say thank you to Alicia. A lot of times those roles don't get to be seen, um, but they are doing lots of important work every single day. And I am grateful to have the support of someone like her. Have a good evening. Thank you, Commissioner. Well said, and I, I think you speak for all of us. So thank you. Uh, and uh, Commissioner Modi. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Um, let me echo the sentiments that all of my colleagues have said tonight, especially in reference to Mr. Arizona's comments on last week, Tuesday. Um, also, um, in echoing uh, uh, those comments, I also want to make sure that the community understands that we do hear them, and that we are ready available to hear them. And I mentioned positively is, is correct. And uh, I thank the callers who called in tonight and the things that they said. I also wanna thank the city uh, manager and for the work that the city is doing, especially with our public safety today. Commissioner Jones kind of took my thunder away from me today because I felt like he was watching my notes. Public safety meeting and the updates were great. Uh, I also want to highlight uh, Mrs. Foley who uh, gave an overview of our emergency action guidelines, which things that we need to know and, and understand in case there's an emergency within our city. Uh, I, I believe that we're on the right track. I do believe that everybody have a right to speak their minds, but I also believe that everybody has, has a right to hear, and at the same time, uh, everybody has a right to do what is right, and that's what I believe. So thank you for uh, those who've called in. I appreciate it. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, let's start with our city clerk. Thank you, Mayor and Commissioners. Um, uh, very full day today. Um, for those of you, for those of our, our, our voters who live in City of Grand Rapids and um, Kentwood Public School District, so that would be if you're in precincts 51, 54, 56, 57, or 58, and you live in the Kentwood Public School portion of that district, there is a special tax millage vote on May 4th. Um, absentee ballots are now available, so you can contact the clerk's office. Um, you can either email city clerk at grcity.us, or you can call our office at 456-3010 to get an absentee ballot. So those are those are available now. Um, we just mailed, we'll be mailing out the first batch tomorrow, and then um, the polls will be open on election day from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Tuesday, May 4th. So uh, just bring that up to that to the attention of um, those voters. Thank you and have a great night. Thank you, City Clerk. Uh, City Attorney? Nothing, Mayor, thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you. City Manager? Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Commissioners, for um, your work today in the public for engaging um, public policy discussions and for the staff for what they do. Um, every time uh, we have uh, our commission meetings. It, it, I appreciate Commissioner Sassi um, noticing the work of uh, Alicia and so many like her behind the scenes who make many of uh, much of what we do possible. So I appreciate that. I, I do want to extend my um, heartfelt condolences to uh, members in um, Atlanta, um, community members in Atlanta, as well as in Boulder. I had a chance to talk to some of my colleagues today 
across the country around um, some of the senseless violence that was happening in those cities. And, and certainly I, I too echo the sentiment of uh, supporting inclusion uh, and particularly affirming um, uh, the importance of uh, our members of our Asian community here. And so I want to uh, again express my condolences for for those members in, in other communities and, and also affirm uh, my commitment to uh, inclusive uh, uh, inclusion here in Grand Rapids. Uh, secondly, I, I, I do want to um, follow up on the comment regarding public safety and, and just uh, affirm for the commission and community that the chief is committed to uh, ensuring his execution of uh, the strategic plan and, and progress is, is being made. Um, I, I, um, I want to reiterate, I think what I said last time, the videos from whatever um, occurred with the uh, interaction during the protests have, have uh, been made public. Those are those Facebook videos are public. What, what is the current department's doing uh, their review of the internal uh, affairs of some of the complaints that the chief initiated? I checked with him today on the status of that, and they're still concluding. They're still in the process of uh, uh, doing their internal affairs review. And, and once that is done, the chief will ensure uh, that there's transparency and accountability of, of, um, of that matter. So I look forward to that outcome. Also, want to thank uh, the commission for the work that was done, and Ms. Farrick and the legislative team. Lots of important intergovernmental issues at the federal and the state level that we have to be very mindful of as we participate in recovery and um, appreciate the work that was done there, as well as um, Ms. Bohach and um, the committee that worked with her on the neighborhood investment plan and uh, the potential allocations of that $6.8 million across the city. So. Thank you for that. And uh, we had a very enlightening uh, briefing on the climate uh, uh, change and in collaboration with community members. And I want to thank Ms. Uh, Sutter for, for that work and the members of the community who, who partnered with her in bringing uh, forth that uh, policy discussion today. Thank you, Mayor. Yes. Thank you, City Manager. And I'll, I'll just uh, echo what all of you have said tonight. You know, one of our priorities, and I said this earlier in the meeting, is to make sure that people can call in and feel safe and that we're a space where people can share their thoughts with us uh, and not feel intimidated. So we'll continue to do our best to make sure that that's the case virtually, uh, as well as when we get back together in our chambers. And, and then I just, uh, I share, well, what, what are you waving at me, City Clerk? I'm just wait, I'm raising my hand. I have I'd like to say something when you're finished or if you if I can do now and then you can finish up. No, let me finish and then I'll yep. turn it back to you Thank to add. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. You distracted me. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, that's okay. Um, and then and then I too just want to just want to uh, send our, our thoughts and our prayers and our sympathies to the communities of Boulder and Atlanta. I think all of us uh, you know, just have sat in sorrow uh, at the recent tragedies and continued tragedies that happen in our country um, and the gun violence and the hate crimes that we that we see. And I too was able to go down to the to the vigil and rally on on Saturday. And um, it's just truly heartbreaking. And I know I stand with all of you and with uh, members in our community uh, to stand against hate and violence and to do all that we can, both as individuals and as a as a body, to make sure that we're a city where 
people are safe and a city where um, people feel like they belong. Uh, so with that, I'll turn it back to the city clerk and then we will adjourn. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to share. Um, so obviously we know the streams in Facebook and YouTube um, as we as we know, and comments can be made there um, about what's going on in you know live in the meetings. So Mr. Mr. Arizola um, watches on YouTube and and posts during the meeting. And I, I just shared shared this on Facebook Messenger to Ali. He, he said, um, Jimmy said, you guys got me. I apologize to everyone who perceived me as a threat. I think it's important that everyone receiving the text are able to read the transmission. Know that I'm apologizing. So um, I think he acknowledges, he apologizes, and I did send that to Allie in her Facebook messenger that that comment was made. So I just I just wanted to share that at the end, that a little bit of trans, transmissions that were happening on Facebook and YouTube that happened in the community. So I just wanted to share that before we were, while we were still in the meeting. All right. Thank you, uh, City Clerk. And with that, then, we will adjourn. I hope you all have a wonderful night, uh, and I'll see you again next time we meet. So good night, everybody. Good night.